welcome again to a mixed bipolar life, living with ultra ultra rapid cycling mixed bipolar disorder. Hey guys, I'm here. Um, I've got um, some pretty good energy, but I'm depressed, so I'm very mixed right now. And I was hypomanic when I went on thyroid, super hypomanic for uh, gosh three weeks, two, two to three weeks. And um, then I started coming down and, and then started feeling depressed, depressed, um, coming into a depression. And um, even though I've got the energy, um, because I'm mixed, I'm also depressed. And I thought this would be a really good um, time to do a podcast on what it's like when I feel depressed, like how I notice I'm going into a depression. Um, one of the reasons why I think this is, is good to talk about it is for um, people that um, aren't as aware that they're depressed, um, aren't as in tune with it yet, and, um, and for people that don't realize that they're depressed. If you listened to my last podcast, um, you would have heard how um, I was hypomanic on the thyroid and how bad that was. Um, and I wasn't euphoric, um, like, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people with bipolar disorder when they're hypomanic, I should say most probably, I don't know. Yeah, because I think there are less people that mixed or there are less people diagnosed as mixed, hard to say. Um, but usually when they're hypomanic, they're, um, you, they get euphoria or, or, you know, joy, happiness, and, and um, I wasn't having any of that. Um, so that's, you know, a big, big reason why I'm diagnosed as with mixed symptoms or whatever they call it. Um, whatever my psychiatrist puts down there in the diagnose, I haven't looked at the DSM-5, um, um, which is the diagnostic, a diagnostical statistical manual, something like rather like that, um, for psychiatric disorders. Um, by the way, this is kind of sidetracked, but my... Um, it turns out that I just found out that the sleep disorder I have is in the DSM, and it is an official official disorder. Now, it was called a syndrome, and now it's disorder. Um, the abbreviation is DSPS, and it stands for Delayed Sleep-Wake, Delayed Sleep-Wake Phase Disorder. Um, there's also one that's Advanced Phase, I think, um, uh, but the delayed means that my sleep cycle's sh- delayed. So instead of going in pe- going to bed at 11 p.m., I'm going to bed at like 2 a.m. and then waking up um, appropriately. I do sleep in um, sleep longer than um, I used to, and I, I think that has a lot to do with the crazy sleep cycle plus medications, and um, and and it also has to do with the time of the year it is. But I must tell you, this is really key, and I got to put this in my blog. And by the way, I did, um, I do have a latest blog on thyroid, the thyroid um, bipolar connection. I'm pretty sure I published that. Um, but vitamin D. So my endocrinologist, um, and it's so important to find a good endocrinologist. An endocrinologist, I think, when you're bipolar, and especially in um, later years. Um, I'm 50. Um, because uh, especially when you're a woman and, and there are a lot of um, 
a lot of hormones that then you know aren't being pumped out like they were before um actually going through menopause was a um uh, a blessing for me because it, it helped a lot of additional crazy cycling to stop um unfortunately not 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 the depression enough but um in any case you know that tie between hormones sex hormones and um other hormones like thyroid um, are, are really key um, when you're bipolar. My endocrinologist, um, he, he, he actually is, thinks that um, if he can put me on other, um, uh, like other sex hormones that I don't have anymore, that's going to help my, my mood. Um, I don't really know. I mean, um, my, it was more my bipolar disorder affecting, I think, my, my sex hormones than the reverse. Um, I used to think it was the reverse, but then when my, my when I started getting on the bipolar medication, um, I realized it was the bipolar disorder. Um, anyways, getting off track. Um, so what do I feel when, when I start feeling depressed? Um, the first thing that I start to notice, at least this time, is, um, and I should say I wasn't, I wasn't euphoric when I was hypomanic. Um, I actually, um, I guess, I would just say my, my, my mood was just normal. Um, uh, I mean, I was, I was happy, but I wasn't too happy. Um, I definitely wasn't euphoric. Um, uh, and, um, and sometimes I, I was depressed and realistic about how bad the hypomanic energy was, was hurting me because I wasn't drinking or eating for five hours a day because I was just too busy getting things done. Um, but the first thing I, I started noticing are, were um, um, sad thoughts, depressing thoughts that, that came or started coming into my mind. Just started feeling sad, a little bit sad. Um, and, then, and then goes the motivation. <laughs> um, and I, I think this is a big thing um, for people that even just suffer from mild depression, motivation, desire. Um, I think it's something that's really easy to rationalize or, um, you know, some people thinking it's just laziness, um, which is a bad thing. I think there are a lot of people out there that are, are suffering from depression, but a mild form, um, and just don't have a lot of motivation or desire, um, to do things that they might normally want to do or they used to do. Um, and they, and then they've been, they've sat in that for so long, they forget, they just forget, forget what it was like to not be depressed. Um, I know this for sure um, with uh, a cousin of mine um, who was uh, depressed for for years um, and actually um, other family members that I have that are now on antidepressants. um, Many, 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 it's sad, many, many, many years um, being depressed and not realizing it. and then for me, I mean, that, that was the same case. Um, my um, physician assistants, because um, I, I wasn't seeing doctors at that point, um, they were putting in my chart that I was depressed and anxious, had anxiety, but I was in denial about it. And when I got my medical records, I was really pissed off because <laughs> I'm like, who are you to judge? I'm not depressed. I'm not, I don't have anxiety. Um, and then I went on medication. I was like, whoa, I really have lots of anxiety because now I don't, or I had. Um, 
but the depression is a little more trickier because you can rationalize it so easily. Um, and I also was suffering from severe fatigue, which was not depression. And they kept on telling me that that was depression. And, and that's why I was, you know, fighting it. Cause I'm like, the fatigue's not depression. I know what depression is. Um, and it turned out the fatigue was related to my sleep and, and probably my thyroid. Um, I'll just quickly mention that the thyroid, because the, the thyroid's a tricky thing. They don't really know what normal is. And um, a lot of people, especially as they get older and, and women um, of all ages, can have low thyroid. And the THS, um, which is a thyroid stimulating hormone, will measure normal. Um, yet you can be what's called subclinical. Um, have subclinical hypothyroidism, meaning that it'll say that it, the level's normal, um, but your your body's not pumping enough thyroid for you. It's really, really important if you think you have sluggishness, um, and after you go on antidepressants, you still have sluggishness, to um, ask your doctor demand, you have to demand this, to do a full thyroid panel with T4 and T3. T, they won't do T3 unless you demand it, okay? And the reason why I say you got to demand the T3 um, and is because, well, I had read about it too, and, you know, they looked at me like, you're just, you know, reading crap off the internet, but it turned out uh, my T3 was abnormally low, and um, they should have sent me to an endocrinologist. Instead, they did nothing because they didn't have a clue. So um, I really like my endo. Um, he's very thorough, and he respects what I have to say, and he seems to be really on top of things. Um, I went to an endo years ago um, who uh, you know, did all the tests and said you were normal, but clearly I was not normal. Um, oh, the vitamin D, the other big, huge thing. Um, my endo put me on vitamin D. It's 50,000 IU, but time-released. So it's really high dose, but it's time-released over a week. I take one pill once a week. And um, it turned out that it helped my sleep cycle tremendously. Um, and and I, it took me a while to kind of figure out, like, what is what changed? What could be helping my sleep cycle. And, and the way it helped is um, I was, before I was waking up, literally before the sun would set, um, and worst case in the winter, 5 p.m., 7 p.m. Um, yep, 5 p.m., 7 p.m., no joke. And it was even more depressing. Like, it's just so hard. I mean, it's already hard because I wake up in the afternoon um, and, you know, I'm chasing the sun is what I'm doing constantly. But but at least it's, it's you know, 2 p.m. has sort of been my average instead of 5 to 7. And anyways, I, I was trying to figure out what was different. And I realized the only thing that, that was different was the vitamin D. And so I did some research online and I found um, there's at least a couple studies out there on how vitamin D, um, and, and I think in the high doses, um, and I think I might have said high doses too, but I don't remember exactly, but, um, but it can help circadian rhythm. Now, my endocrinologist thought that the vitamin D would help my depression. He, he did say it helps a lot of different things. Um, he wasn't surprised that it helped the, the sleep circadian rhythm, although um, I don't know that he was aware of any of those studies. So um, I wanted to make sure I, I told you guys about that because... Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm thinking like everyone that suffers from depression, fatigue, etc., needs to go on this high dose vitamin D, um, at least try it, try it out. It's safe to go in the high doses um, because it's water soluble, which means that whatever you don't need, um, basically you pee it out. Okay, um, obviously you can tell that my energy is very hypomanic. I, I don't know why I just swung into this yesterday. I, I started feeling I have a little bit of happiness here. I don't, it, I don't know, it's weird. Like I'm depressed, but I'm not depressed. Like now my mood doesn't feel too depressed and my energy's high, but I know I'm depressed. So um, that, that's what's so weird about being mixed. But um, so I wanted to talk more about the motivation factor. Um, so after I start feeling the sadness coming in, um, and there's definitely negative thoughts there too. Um, a depression affects your self self esteem. You know, you start feeling guilty about things. You start feeling you're not good enough. Why would someone want to be with me? Because I can't. I can't. I can't. Instead of focusing on the good things, I'm a great person. I'm a wonderful person. I'm a loving person. Um, I, I'm a smart person. You know, all those good qualities that you have. Um, Okay, so motivation. So I start it's like I I don't I don't I don't feel like doing things mostly. That's kind of the first thing. Like um I don't really want to take my dog for W A L K. Yes, she's that smart, so I have to spell it out. Um I you know, that takes a lot of effort. Just feeding them takes a lot of effort. Um for instance, I ordered um a um, garage door opener um, for my housemate because he has a bike um, just to make it easy for him to go through the garage put the bike in the garage and um, I have no motivation to go program that thing I just so just want to go sit on the couch Um, and I think you know if you're already familiar with depression that's that's easy to relate to Um, but I'd like to try to reach those people who are suffering from depression and don't know it um, or don't realize it, that that motivation that you don't have is not laziness. And that if you, um, you know, seek treatment for depression, possibly go on an antidepressant or if you're bipolar, bipolar medication or both, um, if you're mixed like me um, or have severe depression, um, you will find a huge difference um, with, with that motivation. And you're not lazy. Um, it's not your fault. Uh, it's just some, you know, messed up wiring in your brain. Um, so, um, what else can I tell you about the motivation? Um, I don't have motivation to go out. That's my biggest problem is getting out of the house. Um, I just want to sit on my couch and watch TV all day. And, um, you know, when I had that hypomanic um, motivation, that I took advantage of it. I mean, I knew it was a problem because I wasn't eating for or drinking water even for five hours straight. And there I go drinking my tea. Um, but I, um, I, I also knew I needed to take advantage of it and get get done as much as possible that I needed to get done, and that's what I did. Um, it's it's funny because I'm not working right now. Um, my uh, 
my one of my doctors uh, put me on um, temporary disability um, because I have repetitive stress injuries and, and my upper body's completely messed up now with severe carpal tunnel and tendonitis and all that, and I'm, I'm in quite a bit of pain. But um, the point is that um, uh, it was kind of funny because someone that um, wanted my advice and some marketing stuff um, didn't know uh, that, I, you know, she didn't know why I wasn't working. I just happened to mention I wasn't working and um, she couldn't understand why I was so busy. And I, I had to joke, I'm, yes, I'm the busiest person you'll ever know who's not working. Um, and that's because I just had all this hypo, hypomanic um, energy and motivation. And there's that key again, that motivation to do things, to get stuff done in my house, to take fit- pictures of things I want to sell on eBay, to organize, to clean, to do laundry, all that kind of stuff. Um, so you take that motivation away and then you don't have motivation to do anything. Um, if I think of anything else, I'll add to it. But really, that's just what I wanted to talk about today is just how I, I noticed I'm, I'm going into a depression and, and why I'm depressed, um, even though I may not sound like I'm depressed, right? Talking, I don't sound depressed. Um, and um, at this moment, I'm not feeling depressed, but I know I'm suffering from depression, if that makes sense. Um, like I said, with mixed, you can have... Help you can have you know contradictory symptoms, um, and you can have uh, you can even have low motivation and a good mood. So, um, right now, I, I, I guess that's sort of where I'm at, but but maybe there's some depression underneath there. I have to wait. <laughs> it's just weird. It's kind of like when you have this high energy, you think maybe you're not depressed, but then the depression is there. Um, Okay, so like I said, if I have more to add, I'll add to that. I hope um, this helps someone. Um, by the way, I did want to mention that um, I haven't done this very much because I can't get myself there, but I had a doctor's appointment um, in the same area of a behavioral health hospital where NAMI does um, in our own voice presentations. And I did want to let you know about in our own voice um, because it's a really great program where Individuals suffering from mental health issues, um, mind being bipolar, you know, anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we go to mental health hospitals and we talk to the patients. Basically, we just share our story. And through sharing, um, people can um, benefit and learn. I mean, like I'm sharing here on the podcast, um, it's, it, it feels really, really good to do that. Um, uh, this last time, I've only done it three times, and even though I was trained a year ago, um, because it's hard for me to get there, um, and it's not that close either, so that makes it more difficult. But like I said, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. Um, but I want to encourage any of you that might think you might enjoy doing this. Um, oh, and they pay you. Um, I'm actually doing it as a volunteer, but um, they will pay you. Um, so for those of you that, that, um, aren't, aren't working or aren't working much, you know, you can get some extra cash and help people at the same time. But it's really nice when you get a crowd of the more functional people just cause they're less doped up <laughs> and they're really, really appreciative. Um, but even the people that are kind of doped up more, more heavily, 
um, have or have you know more in a more serious um, non-functional uh, situation um, they do appreciate it they're just a little bit less vocal about it but um, it's just so rewarding when you hear people say thank you so much I relate to that or or you know I was helped by what you said um, and I always say like if I can say one thing and help people then then that that makes my day that makes my year I mean um, that's why I do this podcast so um, all right, I'm going to end um, this um, section and I will see you next time. I just want to add that um, I re-listened to this and it's funny because when I listen to the recording, I'm not talking that fast, but when I'm talking, I feel like I'm talking really fast. And that's probably because when I'm depressed, when someone, you know, often when someone's depressed, they're talking more slowly um, and they may sound like they're chill or laid back, but it's actually depression. And I guess I am, I, you know, you get used to something. And so I got used to talking more slowly. And so when I started talking more fast, um, I'm thinking maybe I'm hypomanic. And, and that's the difficulty when you're a rapid cycler and you go back and forth. And, or, or if you're sitting in, in one place for a long time, you kind of, you know, and I say this all the time, I... I'm not sure what normal is anymore. You know, I have a hard time recognizing what normal is. Um, but anyways, I just want to add that because that was kind of interesting. And then also I noticed I first started off saying that I'm depressed. And then I said at the end, well, I'm, I'm not feeling depressed, but I know I'm depressed. So I think just talking through this, I started feeling more pumped up. Um, but anyways, there you go. Lastly, I just want to first thank you guys for all your support. I so appreciate all the great reviews and comments that you've already left, and please ask that you can continue them. The reason why I do this is to help people, and when I get your feedback through your great reviews or comments um, and sharing, then I feel like that this is worth it, and it helps encourage me to go on and especially to keep doing this. So please, I would appreciate if you could take the time to leave me feedback, obviously positive feedback preferred. Um, I That would just be wonderful. Um, and that allows me to move higher up in these podcast apps to reach more people. And that's the goal. That's what I want to do is to help you and your loved ones. I also want to remind you that I have a blog um, that's bipolarmixed.wordpress.com. So it's the disordered first, bipolar, then mixed, M-I-X-E-D, dot wordpress.com. Lastly, I have to thank my friend Jill Moran for her wonderful music in the beginning and the end. She is a composer, and she recently started out... Um, doing composing for film and podcasts and everything else you can think of. Um, she did an original score for me. She can do um, music for you, and she um, is very reasonable uh, and moving up quickly. You can reach her on Twitter at jillmimo.com. That's J as in Jill, I-L-L, M as in Mary, I is in India, M as in Mary, O, uh, Jill at, or at Jill Mimo on Twitter.com. Uh, okay, thanks guys. Um, 
God bless you. I wish you well. Hang in there and I will see you next or talk to you next time.